Hi guys, thank you for joining me on this interview today. Um, I've, I'm really excited for this one. Uh, today, uh, Alex is joining me. Say hi, Alex. Hi there. Hi. <laughs> uh, Alex is a chief steward and she's been in the industry for quite a few years now, so she's got quite the interesting stories to share with us today. So let's get started. Uh, first of all, Alex, what are you currently up to? So um, at the moment, I am at home in my home country. I'm, I'm from Poland, uh, so I'm staying here. I've been here for the last two weeks. Uh, with the COVID, obviously, it's a tricky situation. I am looking for a job. I'm between the jobs. Uh, I was based for the last few months in Fort Lauderdale, and I flew back to Poland. I decided to be based here. Just the reason why, uh, you know, the med season is approaching and I think being within EU, I think will give me a better and bigger opportunity to find a job here. So, uh, yeah, I'm spending my time uh, doing this and uh, job searching basically every day. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, how long have you been in yachting for? So I joined yachting in 2013. Uh, that was my first uh, med season, uh, uh, my, my first vessel, that was uh, 43 meters. I was working as a second stew. Um, and uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's been a long, long, long journey. So um, I've worked on the vessels from 33 to about 49 meters uh, as a second stew and last four years in a chief stew role. I did a med season and I also did the season on the other side of the pond in America, Bahamas, uh, Caribbean and um, Latin America. Okay. And then tell me, what, what were you doing before yachting? So um, my background is hospitality. Uh, before I joined yachting, uh, I work as a housekeeping stewardess on a cruise liners. Uh, it's, it's the company called Seaborn. Uh, they weren't the big ones, uh, you know, that you see those massive ones with 4,000 people on it. Small luxury, only 200 guests and about 168 crew. And that time they had only uh, three vessels uh, traveling worldwide. So mm -hmm. I work uh, four months on, two months off uh, contracts. And uh, I work as a housekeeping stewardess. I was responsible for 10 suites. And this helped me, was much easier to transit to basically the yachting because I knew the housekeeping department very, very well. Before that, I lived in South Africa for six years. That's how I know uh, you from. That's where we met in Cape Town <laughs> years, years ago. And uh, uh, yeah, crazy times. <laughs> yeah, and, so long ago. <laughs> I work uh, predominantly in uh, fine dining restaurants, uh, clubs and supper clubs. I started from being a waitress to a burger to manager and event coordinator. And that was a great experience for me. And that was also the skills that I gained, uh, you know, in a restaurant and fine dining service that I could bring to the acting as well. Mm. Yeah, that's great. That's yeah, that's an awesome work experience history for that transition for sure. Um, okay, so tell us your story when of how you got into yachting. So when you found out about yachting, what was the steps you took in order to get in and to make that move? So um, 
It was actually a luck, I would say. Um, I was working on a cruise liner that time. That was year 2012. And we, one of our port of call was Monaco. And in my free time, I was working, working in a marina. And um, I overheard guys speaking English and they had South African, South African accents. And, you know, I, I, I started chatting with them and I, they were deckhands from South Africa. And I asked them, you know, how did you guys get a job on those beautiful boats? And they told me that the, they did uh, their SCCW and ENG1 in, in Cape Town at the Maritime, um, uh, Maritime, it was like a Maritime Agency over there. And, mm -hmm. and, and then they just basically, they flew to Antibes and, and they, you know, they explained this whole thing. And I was just like, oh, wow, that's great. And uh, next year, I was in South Africa. I was on a holiday. I was in Cape Town, and I signed for STCW course. I did my ENG one uh, in Cape Town as well, and then I flew uh, back to Europe. Uh, first, I went to Palma in uh, in the island of Mallorca. Uh, that was in June, and uh, I was there for about four days, and. Uh, I honestly didn't like the idea of dog walking. Uh, it's it's not it's not me. It's not who I am as a person. Nobody does. <laughs> I, I can have that personality of just going and talking to the strangers. You yeah. know, like, uh, you know, I mean, awesome. Some people can do that, but it wasn't me, and I was very frustrated. And one of the agencies told me, "Go to Antibes. Uh, you know, um, you can maybe find a job over there." So then I jump on a plane and I flew to Antibes and I stay in a uh, crew house. That was my first uh, crew house experience. And uh, I was staying at the grapevine, which honestly, I think it's the best thing that could happen to me because in that crew house, you have a great support system from the owners, from Jen and Jason. They are former yachties. Uh, Jen is a former chef and Jason is a captain. And they helping you with everything. They have also good network, uh, uh, you know, with the captains um, in Antibes and in the area. And they also helping us mm -hmm. how to look for a job. Uh, and we would have mm -hmm. a weekly session with Jason in the crew house with questions to ask and answers. So it was a great support system. And I've learned a lot over there. And then basically uh, two weeks later, I've landed my first job uh, on, on my first boat. And it happened so quickly. It, it was literally a phone call from a captain on Thursday, about an hour chat. And on Friday, I was flying to Naples and then I was in Capri Island. And that's how my season started. So, you know, everything happens so quickly. It's, 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 it's crazy. It's really, really crazy. Yeah. Um, but um, I've learned a lot over that first season when job searching and then I went back a year later when I was looking for a job again uh, and you learn over those years going back and doing a job search um, how to do it in a very effective way so yeah. you don't waste so much time and money because it's very very expensive to look for a job yeah 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 and it's like it's like little things that you that you learn through experience um exactly but it takes, it takes time and it, and it costs money to like learn all those silly mistakes that yeah. you made and like, okay, I shouldn't do that again. Da, 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 da. And that's something that I really teach in, in this masterclass that I'm doing is like is everything that, that we've been through and all the mistakes that we've made, I basically give it to people 
in a few hours so that they don't have to go through that process. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so with all the knowledge and experience that you have now, looking back, is there anything that you would have done differently? Uh, I think there are steps that you need to take, uh, you know, while you're searching for sports series. Um, one of the things is to be pre prepared, uh, you know, uh, be well organized. That's the thing is, and it's mm -hmm. lots of self-discipline uh, while you're searching because there are certain traps along the way, and I will tell you about them, uh, why are you looking for a job? Um, from my experience of my, from my first season, when you're staying in a crew house, you know, when I joined yachting, I was 32 years old, and uh, 33 actually. And, you know, I was older, let's put it that way, uh, and I actually, one of the agents, I'm not gonna say the name, she's well-known lady in, in Antibes, she told me, uh maybe you shouldn't be joining the yachting industry i would suggest you know to marry it and have a children that were her i think i know who you're talking about i think i know who you're talking about <laughs> yeah. so I was just like, uh, but i didn't give up i was just like no 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 no. i'm gonna show you that yeah. i will get that job and she was clearly yeah. mistaken but i was staying in the <laughs> house with the younger um uh you know uh, people that they were 19, 20 years old. And they were coming from countries like South Africa, Australia, New Zealand. And I was like, I was like, wow, guys, you're coming from other side of the world. And I, I believe that probably parents help them financially. I get no financial help mm -hmm. from my parents. I have my own money that I had saved, but probably, you know, some of them, the parents put all their hopes and dreams for their children, you know, to be successful in this industry. And yeah. they were, Partying like no tomorrow. I was sharing a room uh, with two guys, one from South Africa and one was from New Zealand, that they were partying every night. This is what's happening when you are in Antibes, when you're in Palma. You are far away from yeah. your family. You go nuts over there, you know? I'm not saying yeah, it's yeah, happening yeah. with everyone, but it is happening. This is the trap that we're falling. And part of getting a job in those yachting hubs is uh, socializing and as a part and the networking and we have to do this it's 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 part of this whole experience you know to get a job and i know people yeah. that would get a job in a bar you know and yeah. there was a captain there was a chief mate chiefs too you had a couple of drinks with them and the next day you will go they work on the boat and then they will take you for a permanent position it it, it happens but um yeah those two boys were partying and there were two hangover every morning to go do the deck dog walking or to go to see the agencies to do anything and, yeah you know what yeah exactly and i've seen people packing their bags and flying back to their home countries after a few months of not finding jobs that's something you know you need to be really determined to get that job um, um and working hard towards getting that job so i think yeah. that's one of those things just um um don't fall into that trap you will have enough time to party with your crew when you're going to be on board believe me but right now when you're really serious about getting in this industry be serious about it and be serious about yourself and just work hard toward it so um i would say be well prepared not only financially because it can take you like two weeks like for me but it can take take you two months having mm. a, a day work you know, that it's, it's a good thing to learn 
about the boats, about the work on the boat, but also it gives you a influx of money that you can pay a rent and living while you're looking for a permanent position. Um, I think uh, before you even fly, and this is what I'm doing even right now, before I fly to a destination when I will be looking for a job, make sure that your CV is done perfectly, your picture is good. Um, even for the green people, you know, um, make sure that you are signed with all the agencies already because it is so time consuming. My first week when I was looking for a job, I literally was waking up in the, every morning, have a breakfast, and uh, I would have uh, first three days, I would spend just sitting in the front of the computer and signing and uploading with the agencies. And, yeah. and, and that was, was 2013. That's like a seven years, seven, eight years ago, right? Imagine now, I'm looking for a job right now. I just compile uh, a list of uh, agencies that I am working with. It's 61 of them Yo. that I have to check in and I have to update and, and I have to follow up with them. You know, back in the days, it wasn't so many agencies. So it's very, very time consuming. If you did if you do this already at home before you fly to Antibes or to Fort Lauderdale or to Palma, that, that's going to be about a week that you don't mm. have to do those kind of things. So I think one of the steps, it's the, being the preparation, it's to have all those agencies in the deck. Like seriously, yeah. it's going to be so much easier. And then uh, what I would do, I would send email to the agency or call them and make appointment with them. Because some of them, they're operating in certain hours. Some of the agents are having certain days off. So I would always make appointment and certain days I would spend just on the agencies. And you go from one to another one where you're introducing yourself, when you're speaking to the agents, whether it's the interior mm. department, whether it's the deck department, the engineering, um, you speak face to face, you have to dress quite well. Uh, I, I've never wore a skirt and a polo shirt when I was going for an interview with agencies. I was always wearing a, a smarter dress, flat shoes, you know, be yourself. You're not working on the boats yet. You don't have to look like a yati. For the boys, I would say smart chinos or jeans with a nice button shirt. I would wear on the colder day, days, smart pants and a button shirt and even a jacket. You know, you have to look professional at the end of the day. And it's very time consuming to chase those agencies, to call, to see them. When you are in Antibes, mm. there are so many of them, not only in Antibes, but they are based in Cannes, they're based in Golf Juan, they're based in Monaco. Uh, so, you know, you've got this whole train connection. Sometimes the trains are late in France. Uh, that's happening very late. I, I missed so many interviews because of the train. So, you know what, even if you have to leave your house an hour earlier to be earlier, but be on time because, you know, yeah. those things are happening. But it is very time consuming. And, and I would suggest just to organize yourself from the beginning uh, that you have everything and then fly in uh, and be based there. Today, uh, the Facebook has so many groups uh, right now. Uh, that you can actually be part of them when they're advertising for the jobs and they're giving you advice, you know, how to join the Yachtings. Uh, seven, eight years ago, it, it wasn't so popular. There was some yeah. groups that it wasn't so popular. And Instagram, it's massive today. And I would suggest there to follow certain uh, 
you know, stewardesses, uh, boats, they have their own profile right now on Instagram. Agencies, they have all their own uh, profiles on Instagram. It's good to follow them and it's good to, uh, you can find the jobs over there as well. Instagram is massive. I think you have to uh, be aware of your own Instagram account, uh, what you're posting over there and your Facebook account, because I'll tell you from my perspective as a chief stew, when I have a people applying for us for a stewardess job, the first thing we chief stews are doing, we go to your Facebook. And mm -hmm. it's, it's harsh, but we are judgmental. And if you see a girl applying for a stewardess, with a drink in her hand on every picture that's already raised a small red flag you know what i mean it is yeah. what it is this is the reality and you guys my my account is personal it's closed and nobody from outside can see it but even the friends of my friends on facebook are the agent i still have to be careful not to be too political too open-minded because too of whatever because people are judgmental and they will judge you and they will say well you know i saw this post about this and that i don't think i will give this job this girl a job so you guys need yeah. to be aware of that you know um it's yeah. the same with instagram uh unfortunately this is the reality of the acting and 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 i think uh, think outside of the box when you're applying for a job uh today uh you are able to make the videos i've seen some girls they did the cool videos on tiktok i think that was last season when they were looking for a job i found this really really great idea when you are looking for a job uh you know to reinvent yourself you i had to reinvent myself right now uh when i'm looking for a job and whatever you are working on a junior or senior position this is something you have to do you have to think outside of the box because there is so much competition at the moment, especially with the COVID, so many people looking for a job that you have to be different than anybody else. So, uh, you know, if you're posting something on your Instagram, um, uh, post something that can relate to the yachting as well. Whether you are, you love traveling, you love sailing, uh, you're interested in uh, home decorations, you're interested in doing a flower arrangement, show those skills. Because those people who will be looking for you, they will find it on your Instagram. And they will say, hey, I like her profile. I think she will be a great part of our team, you know? Mm. So there's lots of things you can do right now when you're looking for a job. I think when you're looking for a job, uh, courses, any courses you can do. I know it's quite expensive, but um, for any people who are starting the industry, if you don't have those transferable skills that you can bring to the acting, which is, uh, let's start with stewardesses, I would say any housekeeping experience, any restaurant bar experience, that's something you can start with. For the boys, if you are a carpenter, you know, and you have those carpentry skills, I think that's a great skill to bring to the deck or to be an mm. engineer. If you finish any engineering school, that's one of the skills to bring in. But if you don't have any of those and you think this is an industry for me, I wanna give it a try, do those courses, uh, do those junior beginner courses. Uh, I know you can find many of them online today. Uh, there is many of them in Antique while you there. Uh, Blue Water does them, uh, the Crew uh, Academy in Goljuan, 
also is helping yeah. you. Even in Cape Town, there's a great stewardess academy. Uh, they have the little boat yacht there in the marina and they teach the girls all those skills. Learn, learn as much as possible. So you can, you know, once you get this job, you can just dive in. You're not going to struggle. Um, yeah. That's just natural what I can tell you. Um, <laughs> what, I, what I wouldn't do, what I wouldn't do, I think I would be more prepared when I went to Antigua. Yeah. Uh, I would be more prepared and more organized because I, I spend lots of time applying, uploading. Uh, that's very, very time consuming at the end of the day. You know, do this prior yeah. to even put yourself on the flight. Yeah. And also, it's not just, it's not always the fact that it's just, you know, it takes so long for the websites and there's so many agencies, but so often their websites crash and then you have to redo everything. I mean, I remember we once went home and it took us two weeks to update all our stuff on all the agent websites, two weeks. And it wasn't, it wasn't because it was so many agencies. It was because their websites would crash and then, oh, it's devastating. Like, oh, oh. The websites are, are it's, it's under construction. And then what do you do? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So what I do, you know, today you can find so much on the internet. I Google actually contact, contact them. I found an email address and I write, uh, I have like a generic letter that I, I write um, yeah. that um, I, I introduce myself and just, you know, a couple of sentences about myself. Who am I? Where am I based? What am I looking for? You attach your CV if you have a reference letter already and you ask the agency if they can please upload your file on their website because there is a problem. You know, yeah. um, you have to chase those agencies. That's what I do. If I see a new agency, if I cannot upload on a website, I am in touch with the contact. And I think what's important if we talk about being organized also, write it down. I have uh, my little note when I write the name of the agent because it's important to know they by the name. Who are you speaking to? Yeah. The telephone number, the email address, you know, uh, the website, your passwords. Mm. You know, guys, I forgot my password so many times and I have to restart again this whole thing, mm -hmm. you know. <laughs> and have a good cover letter as well. Cover yeah. letter helps as well. And also, you know, English is not my first language. I'm Polish. Uh, I've never heard a proper... Um, education at school when I learned English. I've learned English in Holland when I was taking English courses and then when I lived in South Africa. Uh, for non-English speakers, um, use Grammarly. Uh, it's a great tool to have uh, because let me tell you this, people, when you will be applying for the jobs, they reading your emails, they are reading your cover letters and they can see your spelling mistakes and they can see the way you're writing. Uh, there are boats that they don't mind having on uh, uh, people that their English is not their first language, but there are boats, you you will see those advertisements when it says only native English. I know it's yeah. very frustrating for some of us. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a European, I'm, I'm Polish, and it, it can you, you can get angry with it. I don't find it as a, as a racism or any, anything like it. It is what it is. Uh, and me being a chief stew, I understand where the owners or the captains or the agents are coming from and why is it the reason behind. And I think any of us should take it personal, okay? That's one yeah. of the very important things. 
but use Grammarly. It's an application. You can you can download it on your on your laptop, and it just does this thorough spell check, and it's really great. I've been using it uh, for a while right now, um, so you look and sound more professional, basically. You know, I'm also making mistakes <laughs> all the time. I you know, but at the end of the day. <laughs> You have to do all those things to look like a wholesome candidate, basically. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and yeah. somebody will accept you and they will take you on board. Yeah. Yeah, paying attention to, to the finer things right from the beginning. It's the yeah. details because it's when we're working on the boats, it's all attention to details. So you have to start yeah. with it, you know, at the beginning. And I will always say, don't give up. Perseverance and be very 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 positive you know um that's one of the things uh i have those days when i'm like oh my god three days and i haven't heard anything from anybody and then another day there would be like so many jobs and you're gonna be so busy with emails and you know the adrenaline is rushing yeah. it's it's normal but just guys just don't give up um uh, invest in yourself in that time as much as possible uh, watch the videos uh, on YouTube. There's so much tutorial right now, especially you know the, the Green Crew, and don't uh, don't be afraid to ask questions. You know, mm -hmm. uh, there are lots of groups on Facebook when you can like like your group at the moment that you can just go and ask questions. Uh, there will be one or two person that they will be nasty to you and say you know, and they will laugh at you. Not in our group. <laughs> You know, I, I, I made that mistake once that I posted a question on a, a stewardess group and I was laughed at uh, by other chief stewardesses. I just yeah. didn't know something. And I don't, and this is something I always say to my junior stewardesses. It's better to ask questions than make a stupid mistake. And, yeah. and I believe in asking the questions and learning people who are bullying you and and they nasty on social media you know we shouldn't pay attention to them but mm. i've seen it i've seen greenies advertising themselves which is great that you are advertising yourself on social media just be careful with certain informations that you are providing on your cv yeah. personal informations there will be some guys over there there are quite lots of perverts over there that yeah. will start harassing you, you, especially the females, be careful. But I've seen those negative ones of, you know, you look too fat or things like that. I mean, there mm. are people out there that are just miserable with their life, but you shouldn't be discouraged because of them. You yeah. know, uh, I think we are a great community. I've seen this so many times over the years. Yeah, I think it's a great community. We like to help each other in, in, in many situations. And, and I think um, you having so much experience on the boat, being a chief stew, and so uh, me as well, we have to support the younger one, the junior crew, you know? People forgetting where, how did they start it, where they came from. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, we were also the yeah, one looking a, for the jobs, you know? Yeah, that's the thing though, is that was the whole reason why I started the staff yarding group, is just because I saw so much bullying and it's uh, it's unnecessary. Like we, everybody started somewhere and we all had to ask questions in the beginning. Yes. And I found it was so unfair, like for the newcomers coming in. So 
um, that's the the purpose behind it. And so, I mean, even for people who are not just starting yarding, but for people who want to transition into chiefs to this, if you know, if you're watching this video and you're in that position, come and ask it in the start yarding group. We're not just catering to newcomers. Like there are yes. experienced people in there who can still answer all your questions without any bullying. I've I've sat uh, Warren and I have sat and we have just removed people if it, if they if their comments seem negative or we'll yeah. send them a little message directly yeah. because that's not the point of the group so <laughs> I know you guys always trying to be diplomatic over there uh, you know yeah kind but there are some thick-headed people they just don't get it and and uh mm. you know what those people maybe they're part of our community but they will never be successful they won't be liked by the others they will fail I, yeah. at, at, at some point you know and and mm. we shouldn't be paying much attention to them either but you know they can bring that negativity to the junior crew that is trying so hard to get in and 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 it's it's i'm, I'm against it like when I read those comments sometimes I just I want to be nasty and I just want to tell him how it is but I also have <laughs> you know uh, yeah. so, this is the reality of social media um, you know there are angry people behind the keyboards that they doing what they what they doing I think we should just yeah. stick to our guts and and follow our guts and if you believe that this is what you want to do in the in the in your life this is what you want to do for next few years just as a life experience why not do it you know i yeah. i i see one thing from the yachting it's a it's a it's a great opportunity one of the best opportunities you can guys can get it in life because it's not only working in a five-star environment it's it's the people you are with you're working with the international crew uh, you're working with people from all over the world with different mentalities, tradition, languages. You have to be so flexible to fit in in that melting pot on the boats, you know, mm. the, 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 the things you learn about yourself and about the others. You will never learn this when you live on the land. Let me tell you this. Yeah. The second thing is the traveling part, you know, you will travel the world. I've been to over 86 countries and I'm still hungry. I'm still wanna go. I still wanna see places, and and that's what you're gonna do. You're gonna have those days when you're gonna be working three weeks straight. You know, sixteen hours a day. Uh, you're gonna be so tired, but then you're gonna get that time off, and you're gonna be in beautiful Italy in the Amalfi Coast. And I hope you're gonna rent that car and you're gonna drive and you're gonna see those beautiful areas, and you're gonna be like, yeah. wow, it was so worth it. You know, that's your yeah. life experience that is given to you. Nobody will take it away from you. But I think take it. And plus, money is really good. We don't pay taxes. You can really, if you're smart enough, you can settle yourself for life. If you're not going to spend all your money over all those years, you're going to be smart of spending your money, but also saving. You can invest in a property in your own home countries, you know. By the time you retire from the industry, you can have already a couple of properties. You can start your own business. I mean, the opportunities coming from the yachtings, they are endless, endless, you yeah. know? Yeah. So I think you should just take it, take it in, take the whole experience, the good and bad that is coming within and just enjoy the ride. 
That's what I would say. Just go for it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Well, um, I'm going to end the interview right here. Alex, thank you so much for all that much. information that you shared. I hope I hope everybody has been taking notes. That was that was quite a lot. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. And I wish all the best to all of you guys that are applying for jobs. Uh, please, uh, if you have any questions, ask Sharna. Uh, you can ask me as well. Uh, you know, I'm happy to uh, help with anything. Um, uh, I have lots of people that are asking me questions. They are uh, finding me on Facebook and I'm always happy to reply and help you. I'm happy also to provide to you, Shane, my uh, agency's list. Um, if you want to post it on uh, on your group as well, I can send you okay. a copy of it um, so you guys can have it as well. Yeah. Okay, cool. Awesome. Thank you so much, Alex. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you.